This, uh, I know everyone's doing emergency broadcasts, and um, I suppose there is a, a definitely a uh, a place for that um, because people, you know, why? 
it's because people haven't really paid attention. You know, like 10 years ago. No, 15 years ago. 15, well, about 16 years ago, or 17 years ago, we had what I would call prophecy wars. Which was pretty exciting, actually. It was, it was a waste of time. Let me explain. Some people had the World Trade Center... Um, or, or sorry, the UN building blown up in, uh, uh, you know, New York City, uh, the Antichrist being, you know, various people from uh, Javier Solana, Boutros, Boutros, Galli, this guy, that guy, the other guy. Then Obama came along, you know, a few years later, and then it's Obama. And So what really happened to the prophetic, uh, I'd say, legacy of America? The churches all went dead, but that was, but you knew that. So there was nothing, you know, they prophesy. People still send me, you know, sermons, and then the prophet comes on, you know, prophesy, and it's just so inaccurate. What, what are we going to do about that? Right? The official prophet has arrived, and you better listen. And then he goes, and I don't see it. They jumped the shark. The last one I heard that was, you know, too little too late. They jumped the shark. Satan's jumped the shark. He's gotten sloppy now. And I'm, I'm like, so here's this guy dressed up in like this preacher guy, you know, the pastor, talking about Satan having gotten clumsy this time everybody can see now as if that's going to trigger someone coming to the rescue and that's been the way it's been you know i mean i'm not you know putting the guy down i mean i'm sure he's earnest and he believes that he's kind of going off news articles and then his own instinct i guess that's the prophecy part and what he's doing is he's saying hey uh Satan's gotten sloppy this time. We're not going to lose. We're going to get it back. We're going to get the country back. Because now everyone can see how corrupt they are. Now everyone can see that it's, it's the teachers too. It's Hollywood, D.C. and everybody. It's all these people involved. And pushing the, you know, satanic or communist agenda of the global takeover, the one world government, and equity for all. <laughs> Mark my words, you will never have that. Thank you. Um, no, if, you, if you're talking about the government regulating equity for all, where everyone will be equally poor, I'd say, okay, well, that, that yeah, that's probably it. But no, these guys have not, that, they, they're not ideologues. They don't believe in Karl Marx. They don't believe in God. Um, well, they believe in other, other world entities that they worship, you know what I mean? So they do have that, but uh, they, they basically don't, um, don't really promote that too much. The, the, the thing that they, that they know is that their gods, their leaders, their, their, their non-human intelligences that influence them tell them that the trade is humanity, for their freedom. There's always a bargain, okay? And what I mean by that is that they can have their freedom, i.e. eternal life, 
if they fork over humanity. In other words, if they kill all humans and kill the genome of human, get rid of it. Have you know? And and of course, the first part of that is the totalitarian uh, regime where they can use human for experimentation. And that would be for also the, 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 you know, they still have a lot more work to do in the quantum realm before they can actually, you know, uh, breach that barrier, which is also the realm of death, by the way. The barrier is, you know, break on through the other side. The other side is, as it always has been, the realm of death. And from that realm, they intend to rule and reign, but the price has been given to them by an other worldly intelligence that they listen to. Call them the watchers, call them the fallen angel, call them anything you want. But they've been given the order that, of course, ultimately it's the forking over of humanity and the genome, right, and everything. Meanwhile, one way to do that <clears throat> is to offer these people, and I'm not sure that people that, like, teach kids and you know, professors that don't know anything about um, teaching in school and they don't know history and they don't know they don't know the subject they're teaching, so they teach radicalization. You know, and, and anything else based on hatred. Hatred, intolerance, um, you know, basically murderous intent. And it, and it all comes from a spirit of revenge, as I've said. They want revenge. They want vengeance. And they have them ready to start busting up cities right now just over the... Uh, Overturning of some abortion law. I mean that that will cause them to burn down every 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 building there is, because and and let me get to the to the point here. You see, America had been has been conquered because there's no opposition. Now the next thing they're going to say is this. Okay, take down and and when you see this happen. Now I'm not talking about just at schools and things like that. When you see this happen on a federal level, you know then you'll be then you'll be able to understand better what happened here, because people here are acting like they still have America and their vote counts, and they they seem to be in this psychological state where they they're in denial of the idea that they just stole the entire vote and they just stole the whole election, but in so doing, what they've really done is canceled elections forever. And if you see them taking down the flags off federal buildings and outlawing American flags, then, you know, pretty much you can, I think by then you'll be able to say, you know what, I think we were conquered. Because that's, that's what happens when you're conquered, the flags come down. Okay? But they're trying to play a game now, you know, to buy some time that you will believe that, you know, you still have a social contract with the state, that they still care about you. And you don't understand that every single one of you in the United States is marked for death. Every single one. And, and every single person on earth is marked for death. And they, they not only know who you are, they know where you are, they know, and they, they, they ultimately want to make, I think the ultimate mark of the beast is just going to be it's just going to be you, that, that imprint that's you, that genetic code that is you. Now, when I saw it, a long time ago, I saw it as this, and I put it in a screenplay. I don't know that we could ever get to the screenplay fast enough to do it before history 
It was totally prophetic, right, Trish? I mean, unbelievable. But it had this tattoo, and it had like it looked like a QR code, but it was under the skin, and it had the the look of of a, of a kind of a squid with tentacles, like tentacles, you know. And um, you could see a QR code have submerged. It might look like that, but they're saying that the QR code is going to be, you know, your your personal stamp of everything about you will be digitized, okay? Now, the bio-digital nexus point that's spoken of in the film Girl Next, what is that? Why is that the whole, um, the whole world is running after that? And why does that mean totalitarian regimes? Let's go first to the main motivator. It's the, 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 basically the main motivator is the connection between the digital and the biological or biomechanical world, correct? That's the connection between the quantum reality, the quantum digital reality, and the mechanical for the purpose of creating portals and powers in and beyond this earth and into other realms, etc., the only way that can be done, ultimately, is um, to basically uh, turn human into a bio-digital, into a, 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 a point between two dimensions, a bio-digital nexus point. And that bio-digital nexus point uh, will also enable the digital realm to get into the biomechanical realm or the biological realm and then be able to control it, uh, every aspect of it. So it's basically making human into what these jabs are, the shots are, are to make human into basically bio, you know, biomechanical digital robots that will be compliant. And then, of course, in so doing you have at the same time made humanity as it was extinct. So that's how they're trying to fulfill the contract. And it's, it's, it's also clear that they, there is a depopulation aspect as well. So these vaccines and, and you know, uh, other boosters or whatever you have, all that's designed to do is to put a load into each human. Now that load... It's not, you know, just uh, something that fights the, uh, you know, that creates a spike protein that creates antibodies that go after the COVID. That is uh, child's play. That's nothing. And, um, I mean, that was our, as we understood it, we had to start with, with that, right, here at the Zephyr Report. And then we've, we've now, we've, we keep getting more and more information about it. And as the information, actually data, and we've all had to become scientists. And so as the data has come out, we have understood that this, this spike protein, that it's, also, it's throwing off prions, the, the connection, the, the mRNA uh, messaging to the cells. And those uh, prions are also you know, involved with um, the destruction of many human uh, functions, such as being cancer-free. You know, they're cancer agents in the... Uh, in the shot, in the shots they're giving now, there's there's cancer, there's there's prions that that are the same prions as mad cow disease. There is uh, you know, the spike protein, but then that's 
got it, it, it's like it's like a nuclear bomb with multiple warheads. So it's going after your blood. It's going after your organs. Going after it's broken the blood-brain barrier, which was a sacred thing. He was not supposed to do that because that means at the very minimum you're going to cut your life short by I don't know quite a few years. Everything that that has happened so far, and every indication that shows the you know the complete utter damage of these things, like right now, for example, um, you know Moderna, I think is probably you know apologizing to the Japanese for the for the you know for the metal fragments that were in the doses, but that was see that just goes to show you that they keep adding things to it. Even as we speak, they're they still tweaking it. So now they're much more dangerous than they were in the very beginning. And uh, when people think there's not any, <laughs> any cancer in it, or they think there's, and they do this to, to, to you know, limit populations and to, um, they've done this for a long time in vaccines. They put cancer cells in the vaccine to shorten people's lives so that their actuarial tables will be accurate in predicting, you know, the business future. For one thing, uh, well, you know, so that's that's all part of it. Okay, so then you have this, uh, you know, this this idea though of magnetizing human in order to, you know, connect human to the digital um, framework of the cloned universe and of cloning in general by having a perfect imprint or perfect copy, a digital copy of each and every human which will enable them to then have a code that's, that they can buy, sell, and trade in the physical realm. But in actuality, you know, they, they won't be as efficient as robots. But what they do have, <clears throat> or what they had, was consciousness and reflective consciousness, i.e. a soul. And that soul was able to, um, you know, the real imprint, the real, the real you know, the, 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 the ultimate DNA, if you will, uh, would be able to garner them power and powers and, and you know, magical powers, powers to, 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 you know, whatever it is, space travel, conquering the universe, whatever they thought, to use all humanity for, for you know, to, to experiment on them, to get the right connection and the right setup with this AI, to one, please their masters and at the same time liberate themselves. So they realize in order for them to survive into that future, they have to cheat humanity out of its destiny and steal it for themselves. So the only way they can do that is to conquer humanity, which is what they're using the COVID program for us, to conquer humanity, to turn humanity. For example, you don't see the, the Chinese taking any shots, nor the Indians, because you see, in the future, the, the, the fight will be, the, right now the idea is to to make the Europeans and the Americans docile so they can never mount an attack, so they can never, ever get their country back, so they can never, ever be it's Australia too, New Zealand. Though Those are the targets right now. You know, these are the targets. And they intend to basically replace, even though they're bringing immigrants here, they're, they're, unless they don't jab them, the immigrants they're bringing in are, are basically soldiers. And the idea of that is to eventually at some point have the soldiers here who have been brought in by the Democrats to shoot all, any and all, you know, Republicans, conservatives, you know, uh, patriots, people who, you know, just white people, um, 
you know, people that have a house in the suburbs. And it doesn't, you know what I mean? Ultimately, any anything that's established here to uh, eliminate it completely. Hollywood is down 100%. Uh, UN down 100%. Davos 100%. Bilderberg 100%. Council on Foreign Relations 100%. All of these groups and all the, the corporatocracy is 100% behind this extinction program. And they intend to make you extinct within, well, before about, well, now let's see, you know, eight years or so is what you would have before you're dead. And that's the, uh, that's the writing on the wall. Now, now, I only mention it because it seems that people, we don't like to talk about things like that. We don't want to talk about the fact that there's, even on that side of things, the quote left, the servants, they're going to be dead too. So it doesn't really even matter what we're talking about. They kill the true believers, the people that believe in equity and justice for all and, you know, the true, uh, you, you know, pillars of, of communism and all that for, for the benefit of humanity. Those guys already have a death sentence. They already have a mark on their head. They already have the, uh, you know, the crosshairs. Uh, on them, and they are slated to be killed already. They won't make it another eight years. Because we figure there'll be a, 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 there will eventually be some kind of backlash because they're going to be going around the countryside trying to kill people, right? So eventually, one day, out of this stupor, you know, Americans, actual Americans, the people that like being an American, they will respond after enough killing and say, hell no, I'm not, you know, you're not getting my children. I mean, the, the, I guess we haven't had enough atrocities yet, but at, at some point, people will take up arms and, and, and fight, but we just don't know when they will. I, I'm not sure. My feeling is that... Um, it's not that, that it, there's an unwillingness to fight. There's an, there's the, the information that's available makes what I'm saying look ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? Like the newspapers and the media and all that, that, that they, they still think there's a social agreement, that, that there's a, a, you know, that there's a country, okay? As long as you believe there's a country, you're not going to fight back because you're, you're in your own country and you don't want a civil war. But the people that would be waging war against you are not Americans. I mean, they, they may be citizens, technically, but they're not Americans. They're fighting for a global, they're, they're, they've switched sides. They're, you know, they, so they feel that you being alive is the problem. And, you know, these are kids, too, a lot of kids. You know, and, and they're willing to kill their parents. But they did that in, in China, so I hope you understand, it's not their first rodeo. We've been around this game a lot. And it is what it is. It's no conspiracy th uh, theory, if it's true. Nothing we've ever talked about has been conspiracy theory. Not the pedophile, you know, the, the pedophile uh, cartels. The, uh, you know, that because that, they go through lots of children. You know, hundreds and thousands, of, you know, millions a year they go through. And their sacrifices and their rituals and their sex orgies and all the, you know, they, they need children. They can't even do it. They can't, they can't function that way without children. So that's a very big premium. That's a big importance to their, 
way of life or to the actual people running the world. The people running the world, not one of them, probably zero, has anything to do with the Almighty God, with, with Jesus Christ, not one. Okay? People say they don't believe in God. Yes, they do. They believe in their gods, and they believe they are gods. I mean, it's a little different, but yes, they have these aspirations. And they take orders from the watchers. And those guys, you know, they have enough technology to wipe us all out in one second. And, and they do wipe out people here and there. And, um, you know, those guys, the, 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 the fallen angels, the watchers, whatever, what Enoch called them. Book of Enoch should have never been separated from the Bible, by the way. Um, or should have been an addendum of some kind. Should have been taught. Because that's where your problem is. That's, you know, where the problem is. And, and, but the thing is, when Enoch is in the presence of the Almighty God, it's like that power completely trumps the watchers, the fallen ones, I like to call them. You know, uh, the ones that even when Enoch, you know, pled, Lord, please, would you forgive some of these if they repented? And the answer is no. And see, that's a big problem people have. They go into denial. Oh, no, they're not going to do that. We have our whole system here. We have our banking. I've had people say this over and over again. And... You know, the the reason we got here is because nobody listened to, to, to actual prophets and prophecies or even Bible prophecies. Nobody listened about America. You had Richard Wormbrand. You had Dimitri Dudeman. You had and a number of others I'm not going to mention. Uh, you know who they are, who, who followed. They've come here. The, the, the main ones, I think, were the most important were the ones who were foreigners who came here and observed America. And then they said, right what God told them, you know what I mean? This is an abomination. They said, 50 years ago, folks. 50 years ago, we were called an abomination that, you know, should be killed and will be killed. And th those... Predictions were made back then. They weren't trying to hurt you or get you to get mad at them or mad at Jesus or mad at anybody. They're just a, a fact of life. This place has gone down the tubes. This place is morally bankrupt. There is no country here. It had been conquered in the, you know, the 60s. You see, this, the problem is nobody acknowledges what the problem is is the problem. The problem is you cannot have a country that pledges allegiance to Lucifer, let's say, or to, to whatever it is, to, to conformity, okay, to corruption, okay, to the cartel, to the mafia, to the, um, you know, the... Uh, 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 to the uh, people that are providing the initiations for the young to get involved in this 
giant tick. You can't just sell out to that reality and still have a country. You cannot sell out to that reality and have a life. And mark my words here, everyone that I have known, and they would laugh at you who would who would try to, you know, earn a living or you know, work, you know, work and, and stay righteous and, you know, and, and how hard it was for you compared to them. And I had people that talked to me, oh, you know, I've never even had a traffic ticket, bro. And you know what they're saying, right? Well, if you don't know what they're saying, God bless you. The Lord has preserved you. Thank God. I hope you never go through one day of pain that we've gone through. I hope you never see it the way we've seen it. I hope you never you never arrive at a place where all eyes on you just hate you and they've never seen you before, but it's pure hatred. I hope you never, ever, 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 ever have to go through that kind of persecution. But if you do, understand that there's been plenty of other people that you'd like to be in their company that have gone through it before you, okay? They only persecute you because of that which is inside you. It's not because of you. It's not that you're so bad. But, I mean, I understand people get become ashamed of themselves because of their shame by the public, and they hide, and they, and they, they feel they're not worthy enough to be seen or to be heard. And they live lives of total pain and suffering every day of their lives, and they hope that death comes soon so they can die because they can't stand the bullying that's happened to them. And the reason that they take it all on their own shoulders is because they don't know Jesus. They haven't had that initiation. I mean, Jesus initiates it. But he, you know, he calls on his timetable. It's not like, well, I'm deciding now. I've had enough, and I think I'll go ahead and join Jesus. Um, It doesn't work like that, you guys who are thinking that way, you cynical idiots. It doesn't work that way. You're not going to just be able to, to drop your, you know, lifestyle, which is basically you're on call for Satan. When the phone rings, you better do what they tell you, right? <laughs> okay, so we have a nation of that kind of person who will do what they're told when the phone rings, when the, when the nod and the wink comes, right? They know just what that nod and just what that wink means, and that means they, that's a cue, they know how to do all their social cues because they learn. Because as long as they're on that side of thing, i.e. the realm of the dead, that rules and reigns, uh, only as an illusion and only temporary, but it's there. And they learn, I'll tell you exactly how it works. So they learn how to take these cues and do them. And, you know, when they make a mistake, i.e. they don't do something that they were supposed to do, they go, it's like the credit score of China. It's, it's, it's completely satanic. They get knocked down a couple levels, don't they? They have to eat some humble pie, don't they? They have to grovel before their masters, don't they? In many cases are some significant others, friends, peer group people, who then order them around and tell them what to do again. And this time, they maybe they get it right. And then they're kind of let back in, and everybody's competing to be the top dog. 
but nobody really gets to be the top dog because, you know, by the time the game starts to wind down, they all have cancer and death and they go to the hospital 50,000 times a day because none of these, right? Big Pharma will kill them and Big Pharma owns them. You don't see many of these people on the path of, you know, taking responsibility for their health or researching or anything else. They do what they're told. And now you go, well, they're going to wake up. No, friend, listen. They already, they were awake. And they made their choice. That's it. Next, please. You, you, you can't just dishonor their choice because that's not your call to make. That's their decision. And when you're young and you want lots of stuff and you've got nothing, uh, it looks like a good way to go. There's a way that seems right to a man, says the Bible. But that way leads to death. And so when they start having their problems and they start getting picked off by death, and, you know, I, I, I looked at an old, um, what would have been a, a, a you know, I, I mean, thank God for drugs. Oh, my God. Thank God I almost OD'd a lot of times because that got me out of the system. Well, it started early. You know, I was into the psychedelics with, you know, the music and the psychedelics and the whole bit that was going on in the 60s. And, I, and it was just a whole new world for me. It was like, you know... It was like a whole new world. Of course, it led, where did it lead? Death, destruction, you know, Icarus. Yeah, it led nowhere. And where did all those fancy bands lead? As I watched them die one after another, almost every week we have, you know, rock stars dying, right? And where did all that lead? Nowhere. And it doesn't mean these guys weren't terribly talented and they were but it means it's the question is asked why did we worship the incense the music the black lights <laughs> then the other side with the go-go dancers the spectacle but everybody wants to be on the inside track everybody wants to be cool everybody wants to you know pursue what they think is freedom in consciousness and uh, so there was a faux avenue presented my dear friends if you want to expand your consciousness the best way to do it is go to source through being quiet and just be there for a while and you'll start expanding your consciousness you not not you but it will just expand and then you'll see but we don't do that you know, the, the gurus will teach you to meditate on some kind of thing, or a mantra, or a, you know, a pearl, or, a, you know, a, a visual effect of some sort. Something they control. But anyway, I don't want to get in the weeds here. So here's the deal. America then, you know, had really gone to sleep at that time. 1965, I think it was Time Magazine, or, you know, said... On the cover, I remember the cover because I used it on my collage. God is dead. 1960. If I'm wrong by a year or two, you know, sue me. It's not, you know, God is dead. And I think that was the real proclamation 
of the defeat of America and the defeat of the world by Satan, you know. God is dead. And from that time forward, you know, we have been living in this delusion in America that somehow we're going to make America great again or get America back. And I'm like, you know, I'm just almost cringing in embarrassment because I see how many decades America has been lost. And, I, you know, this is not some recent problem. You know, they taught us, I mean, in mind, they taught us uh, Marxist theory in school and blamed the entire problem of America on white European males, Christian males. Did you know that? That was uh, English 101, uh, some classes I took at Kansas University when I got out of where they let me out of the loony bin. Hello. Hello, anyone. Uh, sorry to get you to jump out of your seat there if you're listening loud, and then I go from soft to loud. I just, I had a vision this morning, a real one, not, you know, the fake garden, but real, like I could put this whole thing together step by step, and I can show you where we went wrong. You know, and, um, you know, we were even lost back in the 50s, and I got to see the, you know, we I was, uh, you know, definitely a product of the 50s. These are the, 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 the sort of tiki shirts and martinis around the barbecue and, you know, lots of martini babies being born. <laughs> that was me. And, and then there was the, the giddiness of winning World War II. So from 1945 to 1950, you had one of the biggest eruptions of corruption and spoiled youth and everything else that you've ever seen. Total decadence, total wild decadence. And um, but then, but ha- wait, back in the twenties, we had the same thing. And then back in the eighteen eighties, it was a, a relative of mine. I, I do believe there's some. I'm not sure exactly how he fits, but a one William Keith, an artist from Scotland who founded the Bohemian Club in San Francisco and um, was a famous uh, painter. And I believe this is connected to my family or you know my, my lineage. A real handsome, charismatic guy. He, he would paint um, you know, these beautiful uh, paintings of the High Sierras and just different things. And then what they would do with the Bohemian Club, the purpose of it was to have you know, readings of, of manuscripts and paintings, you know, display, you know, gallery, you know, displaying the painter's work. And um, it's kind of, it, yeah, poetry, you know, it was, you know, the bohemians, right? The, the poets, the artists, the, the painters, the writers, you know, that they would have a club. Oh, well, I wonder what he thought when he, when he well, it was he and a few other guys that founded it. You know, and I've so that in my own lineage, I have the founding of the Bohemian Club in my own bloodline. Is that sick or what? <laughs> uh, that, that well, it became a cultic later, but I mean, it was always there. You know, when you say Bohemian, you know, they would 
Remember, these people are products of the Enlightenment, okay? The first big atheist movement. And you can say that all was lost then. Locke, Barclay, and Hume, you know, you remember, and, you know, and, uh, you know, the uh, Descartes, you know, I think, therefore I am, you know, which was then thwarted by if a tree falls in the forest and no one hears it, did it really fall? And then the, the kind of playing around with this idea of, uh, quantum physics and then, uh, you know, and, and other philosophical, um, you know, there was a time there in the Enlightenment where there was, you know, again, all these kind of times where man went totally decadent were times of prosperity and times where there w- was not a war, okay, that was soaking up all the resources. So there'd be these times of prosperity where, where man would, you know, human would be able to think and debate and talk about things like God, theology, philosophy, you know, proving, you know, one of the big debates throughout Western civilization from the very beginning is the, you know, debating about the ontological argument, does God exist? If you ask uh, any of these uh, Marxists uh, about God, they'll probably say, of course, he doesn't exist. That's just a myth. It's a patriarchy, and it needs to be abolished. Yeah. No, I I know their spirit. They would like to kill every single person, including themselves, down to the last man, all the way back to Adam. And they still wouldn't be happy because they're deluded. They're duped. They're fools. Understand? They're stupid. And how they got, they are very stupid. You know, it's funny, like, in the arts, it's, you know, like, everyone, you know, virtue signals how proud they are of being in the woke culture. The the woke thing is nothing new. The woke just means you're intolerant, you're violent, you're hateful, you're filled with, you know, with with basically, you you know, um, uh, well, it's it's a hatred. It's a way to, to focus your hatred on somebody else, blaming them for the fact that you weren't treated well, that you weren't treated fairly, and there's your problem over there. Go and so they go get it. And they did this in China. Once they eliminate the problem, uh the the, the in, in, in Russia, the the uh, the people who had farms and ranches and were independent and living their lives peacefully, once they killed all those people and took the land they'd be happy. No. All in poverty, all sick, no food on the shelves, nothing. Nothing. In Venezuela, nothing in Cuba, nothing in China, nothing. The money goes to the to the, uh, to the party bosses, and that's the end of it. Because I was educated on communism from the beginning, before I got even into high school, I had a very very strong education. And I used to be look at the pictures of the bodies piled up. People that didn't do anything wrong other than just being who they were. Hatred, violence, and hatred belongs to them. You are not that way. You're not intolerant. You're not hateful. You don't care if someone has a different point of view, but you have to understand. Their point of view is you dead. Understand now? Do you understand now, finally? Because I, I, I've, I wanted to make a contribution today. I wanted you to understand, you know, us to understand. 
together. Finally, because we don't understand up to now. We don't understand up to now. We have a piece of it here, a piece of it there, but we don't see the whole picture. The only... The reason, God bless you, the reason you don't see that is because you were, you had nice, you know, loving parents. You probably had loving teachers that did coaches. You probably had, you know, good friends along the way that were loyal. And so you never got into that state of pure hatred. You never saw the other guy that was going to work as the enemy. You know, when they see someone going to work, they see someone that needs to be killed. It's, it's okay, let, let me put it another way. Think of the unions. When someone crosses the line, you know, a scab, they cross the line, the union, they, they, sometimes they'll kill the guy or beat him to, you know, near to death because he, he wrecks the, the, the protest, the strike. Okay, so it's like they're all on strike. So when they see you having a life, they target you for death. I mean, for not just death, but extreme prejudice, extreme violence, in the hopes they can kill your whole family or prostitute your children. And, and that's the only way they see it, whether it be the guard, whether it be these bullies of, of uh, these, these uh, complete Nazis down in Australia who are you know, beating people if they go outside their house, even if they're not sick. Or these Nazis, that, you know, over here in uh, Europe, where they're locking up Spain again. I understand they're going to force Spain to take uh, booster jabs now as a mandate. Well, that's fine. If you know, you say you don't know what's in it, but if you do take it, the booster is really the ultimate kill shot. I mean, it, and it, it's it may not kill everybody. You know what I mean? It may just put you in a very low state of health where you can't fight back. Because you're now at the doctor all day long, every day, trying to figure out what went wrong. You'll trace it back. It all went back to taking that jab. Now, I don't blame anyone for taking it at first because I think they thought, you know, of course, they were foolish. But they thought that somehow we'd get back to, that they'd be given their freedom back. So folks in the United States, collectively, the freedom's been lost. The, the cause is lost. The, the whole thing is lost. The Constitution doesn't exist. They stole the election. There is no constitutional authority anywhere to correct it. The people that did try got, you know, it got, uh, became outcasts. And, and actually, people are being punished if they have like a MAGA hat on, if they look at Mike Lindell or anything like that. This is typical communism. This is what they do. These are the villains. Soon it will be illegal to say the name of these people. Soon after that, they will take the flags down in federal building. They will take the American flag down as being racist everywhere. And what that day they do that, folks. Just don't, 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 don't think of whether that will happen or not. Just think, what if they did that? Well, that would be the day that you know, down to your core, that you were conquered, that you lost. And then the question becomes, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it, soldier? Any guess? 
I would also contend that that would be too late to do anything about it. I think it's maybe it's too late now because it looks like to me that they have the military. Of course, it has helped the cause that, you know, Biden did what he did, which is basically on purpose, uh, you know, screwed up the uh, the whole evacuation, screwed up the whole war in Afghanistan, not to end forever wars, but to put the military in shame, which is what they did in Vietnam, okay? Not my first rodeo, folks. I saw this in Vietnam. Joe is just basically doing Saigon too. To shame American military. That's the whole point of it. It has nothing to do with winning or losing. Behind the scenes, they're in cahoots, the Taliban and and the administration. They're friends, okay? They're buddies. They gave them that equipment and material. They gave it to them. We gave it to them through Biden. Any question how much Biden loves you and he questioned how much he wants you dead. This is serious. Look, they want you dead. They want you dead. They want you dead. They want you dead. Can I get anybody? Come on, kick it in. They want you dead. Understand? That's the whole point. And when you look at it from that perspective, Everything you're seeing makes sense. They're trying to pretend that they're still, you know, care for you. They don't. So that's number one about growing up. You have to accept the truth. They're the same people in Australia, a free country, as America. Australia is America, folks. Australia is us. Spain is us. And now Italy, of course, the completely draconian, they're us too. New Zealand is us. Notice again, China, how many people, billion, two billion people? What, what is it? A lot of people, right? They're not taking any jab because they're going to be taking over the businesses in the country. They're slated to take over the, 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 the interior of the United States. And everywhere else. COVID's literally, not COVID, but the prions is what they're spraying, right, in the air. Down in Texas, Florida, they're just spraying it all over everyone. And, of course, they're doing it with a jab, you know, because people then become shedders, spreaders. Every person that gets the jab becomes a super spreader. You would think that the left would understand that with the results, but instead they're propagandized and they're, you know, Stockholm syndrome to the point where they say it's the unvaccinated creating a problem. I don't wear a mask except, except when I'm around an unvaccinated person. That is completely ridiculous since the, uh, the immune system of an unvaccinated person is 10 times better than the jabbed. 17 times better. 17 times better. 1,700% better than the jabbed. And somebody has the nerve to say that in Fox News? That person needs to be confronted if this is, if you want to win this. Confronted when they say that. That is propaganda. That person's a liar. 
And that person wants you dead. I don't care if they're a Republican. I don't care if they're a conservative. They want you dead. You think the Koch brothers want you alive? You think Trump is your friend right now? You got no friends. The only friend you have is death right now because that's, that's all they think about all day long is how they can kill you and get away with it. That's what the jab is. They were going to roll it out years ago. Depopulation agenda has been well known from, from Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. It's been published. They wrote the book, The Great Reset. They've talked about culling uh, population. Gates said 10 to 15% just through vaccines alone. Is there any way on earth you people can get this through your head? And I don't mean my core listeners who are equally qualified to be behind this microphone as, as I am. I'm talking about people that are, you know, out there thinking somehow, miraculously, with no blood spilled, this is going to get righted. You think this is going to get righted with no blood spilled? Well, that's fine. You know, children pray for world peace to God, and they expect that God's going to just bring world peace. The, the freedom is what America is. The freedom that was, you know, fought for even to the point where it was, which was not enough in my view, but freedom uh, comes with a price. There was no place on earth that was ever free. Before the United States, basically it's, you know, feudalism, dictatorship, and uh, people, you know, you know, basically having no rights. Well, how about this? Someone says something bad about you, they're going to take you off to kill you because they said you did something and you have, and it's untrue and then you have no defense. They just kill you and you have no rights. Okay, that's what it was like before the, before the idea of freedom came that, it would, would, that there would be the, the, the self-governed, the experiment of the United States which turned into a rousing success because the United States became the most productive and the most innovative country on the face of the earth. I don't care what anyone says about it. They say, oh, racism, oh, Indians, this and that. I don't care. It's just I look at the experiment. As far as one group conquering another and Genghis Khan and all that stuff, that's the way it was. Are the things that are not right in America? <laughs> yeah, those things are not fair. And I know that all the communists, the, the people that went, you know, woke and pro-Marxist, they're basically looking at guys like, you know, really the ultra-rich are looking at themselves being wage, wage slaves, and they figure they can never get to that point. They can never ever really survive. It's going to be, it's, it's just going to be pain and suffering for them when these other guys are living on their yachts. Yes, that, that kind of disparity is uh, not, that's, a, that's an imbalance. But I say that that imbalance came from decadence and not from being a decent you know, citizen and being a conscious being and having love and compassion for others and taking responsibility for your life and things like that. You know, a lot of that, that, of that strife that has come in here are people coming here to demand that they want this and they want that and, you know, 
and uh, he, you know everything else. As far as guys like Bezos that pay no taxes, that's uh, you know if we had a decent functioning country and it wasn't crony capitalism, then a guy like him would be taken to antitrust, and his little empire would be broken up, and so and he would be charged taxes. But we can't ever get there because he's paid everybody off. It's all corrupt. Yes, that's why we want communism. No, because because the communism is the same thing. It's crony capitalism at the top and complete enslavement in the ground. <clears throat> anyway, I don't want to argue over the philosophy of capitalism. Capitalism is basically self-interested, um, you know, pursuit of, uh, you know, business, commerce, things like that based on self-interest. No, not selfishness, self-interest. And what that does is causes the, the proliferation of, uh, of, 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 uh, um, difference, the proliferation of needs, right? Somebody makes something and then they need all kinds of support. So all these other businesses crop up and it's called, it's diversity of labor, which, which of course Marx would argue another way and Adam Smith would argue it another way. Okay, fine. Look, the whole point is, is the you know you know where where would you rather be? Because you know in, in America the American innovation all, all of that comes from having had freedom to the populace that gave so many um, gifts, so many achievements in the world, so many things that would happen that uh, you know made this powerful. Then bad guys came in and took it over, and they've been sitting there ruling the roost ever since. We never have had a second revolution. We never have gone up against the Federal Reserve. We never have gone up against the, uh, you, you know, the the, uh, the decisions of the Supreme Court and Congress. And we never have, you know, ousted you know, traitorous, uh, you know, congressmen and senators and things like that, even when the evidence was against them. None of them have ever really gone to jail unless they're a Republican. You did notice that, right? It's unfair. It's completely unfair. But I, like I say, I'm not really a partisan so much because I've been, a, you know, on all sides of the political spectrum. I'd say I don't really have my side is common sense, and I know that, and I and I know that that philosophy is like communism, based on hatred and jealousy, and and really venge, vengeance. I know they fail. But anyway, let's go back to this is history. So. We were, you know, and, and back in the 60s, I mean, the big, the big revolutions and the big riots and all that, and, you know, they're parading around, you know, pictures of Mao Zedong <laughs> in the riots when they burned down, the, you know, the school or the, you know, whatever they're burning. They, this is nothing new. The left has always, you know, wanted to burn everything down and, and basically be, you know, the, be inspired by the Bolshevik revolution of, taking what they want, but then not everyone can be in the Politburo, right? Not everyone can be favored by the party system. You know, there's a, in the Russian mafia, which is kind of an offshoot, you know, there are, you know, these billionaires, there are more billionaires, I think, in Russia than anywhere else. You know, so there's like, you know, there's, there's, the, there's that to, to, you know, to, to look at and say, where did they get their money if it was all confiscated? And the answer is crony capitalism because corruption doesn't stop. The corruption doesn't stop. It has to be checked. Or, you, you know, we have a mafia in America 
and it's 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 basically they're called you know the globalist you know communist socialist party, but they're not believers in that. They're basically crony capitalists at the top, corporate fascism, where corporations tell the government what to do. Corporate fascism is why you have people giving you mandates illegally. They can't mandate you to do all these things. Congress has to pass laws. And, you know, and, and the law has to align with the Constitution. And if that can't happen, they can't just mandate something that you take a drug from a private company like Pfizer. That's unheard of. That's, 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 that's a dictatorship stuff. That doesn't happen in America. But if you let it happen in America, they're going to kick your ass another time. They're going to lock you in your house. They're going to follow you around on your phone. They're going to come punish you if you, uh, even if they misinterpret it. They're going to give you a credit score. They're going to take your children away. And ultimately, they're going to kill you because you're just a useless eater anyway. So I hope, finally, I mean, you know, I am shocked at how freaking dumb the, you know, the, 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 sorry to say, but young people are today. I've had conversations with, you know, people because I've been, you know, involved in a film and I'm around, you know, people and I get to talk to them and, you know, young people, you know, young people working on the film, actors, whatever, you know, working. And it's amazing. I mean, not dumb. I'd say shielded. Okay. Shielded is better. I don't want to make a pejorative term and I don't want them to think I'm putting them down. I'm not putting them down. I'm, I'm sorry that this has happened. It's like watching some kind of train wreck. I'm sorry they weren't educated. But whose fault is that? That's, that's back on us. We never policed what was going on in the classrooms. We never, you know, demanded that they teach, you know, they, they said, well, liberal arts is uh, racist. So that's the end of the discussion? No. Why is it important to, read, to, to have a liberal arts education? Liberal meaning, you know, broad spectrum. Why? So you can understand how this came to be. You don't have to agree with all these books, but a lot of the books, you know, contradict one another, contradict one another. It's getting into the debate, getting into the thinking, you know, of how it all came to be conscious-wise. And, you know, there's many, many books and many more. You know, and I, I even went further and went into the entire, you know, beginning of uh, of Asia and how Asia came to be and, and what the philosophies were there with the, uh, you know, with the uh, with the Aryans and the Indus Valley, you know, leading into, uh, uh, you know, the early writings and, you know, early science and then leading into, you know, different you know, religions like Hinduism and uh, Buddhism and things like that. Uh, the 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 uh, you know the Eastern mind that was so attractive to people, but it was only attractive because it threw off the dualism of uh, and, and patriarchal thinking. They think of the West to su- supplant it with a uh, a monism that was much more conducive to feminism and 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 which was very attractive, uh, you know, to especially young people wanting to be loved, wanting to be a part of something, wanting to join a, you know, a, a, you know, a guru in in an ashram and be a part of 
uh, you, you know, a, a, a bigger reality and feel like they belong. And in a free country, you're a, you can pursue that. You know, maybe what the problem is ultimately is that we, in a sense, are corrupt at, at, at the core. Maybe, you know, the only thing that can turn us to righteous is Jesus, right? You have to go through the sun to the through, you know, through. That word through is very interesting. And, you know, you may have to go through death, in other words to be on the other side, to be on the side of, not necessarily the side of death, but the side of, of you know, of life. You know, pre-sin, pre-conscious, you know, murder your brother, pre-steal and lie. That's all gone. And I, you know, perhaps it cannot be solved with anything but a, you know, obviously some kind of understanding that human uh, winning the game is not, you know, getting the most stuff or the most accolades or the most likes. And, you know, there is no game there. They're just predators making money, using people that will, 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 go for a goal, try to win at something, whether it be in their little social circles, whether it be in their communities, whether it be on a big stage of the world. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. They run after the rabbit, round and round. The dogs run after the rabbit, right? To win. He who can chase the rabbit the closest wins. Only the entire thing is vanity and the entire thing is a non-thing. All of the pursuits of man are moot unless they're in contributing to a, you know, a peaceful, productive, conscious, um, thoughtful world, which obviously um, at this point uh, is, is lost. So the thing that I fear, and you know that I mean, not, not not fear like you know fear porn or something like that, but the thing I fear ultimately is the devolution of man and of consciousness to then provide the uh, bulwark or the, the foundation for complete and total war. Oh, they won't even know why they're killing each other. Their bodies will just be, the bodies will be piling up. And people will weep and say, why does this have to happen? And the answer is because it does. Because it just does. And on that day, no one will be right. There'll be nothing to say about it. No one will be wrong. It will just be a sad reality. It rains. It pours, death comes. And that's what they're working for, death. I mean, 
don't be, you know, don't be mistaken here. The goal is death, yours, mine, ours, theirs, just death. The goal is death at this point. It's not really ideology. It's not political uh, political prowess or even, you know, who, who owns it, who's the top dog. There's a pecking order <clears throat> thing going on now, but it's that the end game now is not is not about the pecking order. It's about death and how many can die. Preferably all. And that's because all the nation states, not just America now, I would start with that, but all of them have failed. Because not one of them could stand up to this power of Bill Gates. Not one. Not one. So, you, what you could call this is the beast. Well, you could kick him out, but he, he needs to be, you know, arrested and prosecuted and, you know, put on trial for all the crimes he's done. But it's, it's, it's not going to happen. And why is that? I let you tell I tell my young woke friends, you know, and and you know my cancel culture friends, and I tell them, you know, because I am their friend. I'm obviously not against them. Uh, you know, I like to help educate them, but I mean, <clears throat> I'm not going to blame somebody for not for something that's not completely their fault. You know, which is a lack of education, understanding, and. See that because see what they do is they become idealistic and they fail to to integrate the fact that man is inherently depraved and must be reined in. You know that's the purpose of you know government to be the hands of God to fashion people toward repentance and to a higher higher purpose, which is God Almighty. What's the purpose of life? It's it's God. There's no other purpose. Right? That's where we come in and where we leave. It's it's ultimately pointed toward God. There's no real thing here because you're not going to live. You're you're only going to be here so long and you're going to be going on. So it's a temporary thing, this. So it has to be about God. It can't be about something temporary. It has to be about something permanent. So that would be God. Okay. So I think we go, I don't believe in God. Yes, you do. You just said you believed in God by saying you don't believe in God. If you say you don't believe in God, that means you do believe in God. Ontological argument 101. You have to postulate God uh, to say you don't believe in him. Therefore, God has been postulated, right? Whether you believe it or not is irrelevant. Therefore, God exists. Done. Win. Check and mate. You want to try it again? Anybody. I did go through those debates in philosophy class. And I love the fact that you have to make God exist in order to deny him, which means he exists. Because you, who are you? Nothing. No one. I am no one. And then, of course, I love I am. Because that shuts up pretty much all argumentation. Yeah, but you could be God's death. What, by saying I am? Uh, I am, you know, God, the creator, and, and, I, and I'm 
I'm here ignorant and, and with amnesia? I don't think so, but I, I I do think that ultimately there is all all there is is I am, and there is no separation, and that's a mystery right now. And yes, it, even in the in, in the East, it, it's an Atman Brahman thing, <clears throat> quantum physics tied in with Hindu philosophy. Sure, you know it all, but you, you know there's a lot of wisdom all over the world that points to this reality. And well, they don't have to go through Jesus, but. You know, the, the argument isn't from the human perspective. You take it from Jesus' perspective. If they are <clears throat> in, you know, Christ, in Godhead, if they are, you know, I am, then, then, um, then they had come through Jesus. Because he, it's already been stated there's no other way. So there you go. And, you know, this is how I defeated the, uh, the Taoist. Remember that guy, the Taoist priest? Holy crap. I thought he was a, you know, an acupuncture guy. He wanted to get me in a vulnerable pl- place and then pound into my head that Lao Tzu said something or other 500 years before Jesus. I'm like, you know, before Lao Tzu was, I am. Okay, game over. Checkmate. You're done. Get out of here. Next, please. Well, I didn't say that exactly, but I did that in my head, and I wish I had said it, but I, he had those needles. I just thought he might stab me with them because they were very painful that day. I never went back, by the way, after he did that. You did that 500 years before Oh, well, you know, in the beginning, there was, you know, there were extraterrestrials saying things too, you know, and there were all kinds of weird beings, you know. I find it interesting today that they they're making the woolly mammoth again. They're bringing it back. They're bring, they're doing Jurassic Park right now as we speak. Oh well, along with all the other little creations—half monkey, half man, half pig, half man, half half whale, half man—whatever. There's no end to what they'll do. This is, of course, you know, once they get the power to play God. But you can rest assured one thing: it'll all be an abomination. Yeah. And it will be a threat to man. Of course, that has to be built into the cake. Everything they do is to kill man. AMA, Kearney capitalism, the whole the whole setup. <clears throat> so you might make the argument it has to go, but it's already gone, and it was gone a long time ago. So it's like the, the, the slogan, make America great again, of Trump. Uh, um. It's not really doable in that sense. If if you said America is great compared to other all other countries, and it was greatest because this freedom this spawned because you know, the people here are just people. So what made this so much greater GDP you know, in every category? Um, why? And it has to be freedom. And even though it was never completely free, it was more free. And that more free made the difference. So if other countries were free, if everybody was free on this earth, would they be productive? We wouldn't even be, there'd be no, uh, working would be, what, what, working would be like one hour a week or something. Uh, You'd already be in, you know, in the portals. You may not even be on earth. If that creativity was unleashed and shared, that free energy and those, access to the portals and the dimensions and all the rest of it, uh, a human would be on a grand adventure. 
but that's been denied by a few guys. And yes, they're pretty much uh, white guys, European heritage. If you talk about Schwab and Gates and, you know, a few others. <laughs> and they're the ones, of course, that have created the Black Lives Matter and, you know, Antifa and all the rest of it. You know, both sides of each, each war, whatever the war is. Divide and conquer everything. Robber barons of old, pirates. You know, I just wonder if anyone's ever going to figure this out before they die. Anyway, so... Okay, I'm going to take a leap here. Okay, stop. The reason America would be restored is because people of courage will fight. Wow, there's a really new concept. They'll fight. They'll get up and they'll fight. They'll finally just, the fuse will be lit. And finally, it just gets to the point where it can't go any further, and they have to fight. It's either that or they're going to die as cowards cowering in the back alley somewhere and being slaughtered to death. And if that's what the way they want to go out, fine. But it's going to come to like something like that. You know what I mean? It's either going to fight or die. You know? And I pretty much think when it gets down to that point... And humans have all these resources of guns and things. I think they'll probably take up arms at some point. I, I know that the the government's trying to force that, you know, but by the time it actually comes around, the government will be out as as a total, you know, satanic criminal that is to be thoroughly put down and, you know, and, and eliminated, you know, completely, utterly, totally in every single way, if you want to survive. Yeah, the reason it happened was because of the decadence. I, I I pin it on, you know, we came out of the Depression. We came out victorious on World War II. And I believe we, we were just uh, cock of the walk. And I believe we went decadent after that real bad. And then if you look at the rest of history, I was around for a lot of it. Uh, you, you know, people snuck in that wanted to poison the well, you know, uh, anti-God, anti-work, anti-faith, anti, you know, anti-fairness in courts, anti, you know, all of it. They're anti well, look at them now. Any kind of decent decision a judge makes, they come in and overrule it. You know, it, 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 they just cheat the whole way. And they are the intolerant, and they, they are a they. And they've been around a long time, and they've been in every country. And, you know, call them the children of Cain, that would be fine. You know, they don't like what, what Adam, that God favored Adam, so they killed Adam. Yeah, that, that's them. That's, uh, they don't like somebody, so they wait on something they say on Twitter, and they go, aha, you see, you're racist. Boom, canceled. That's pure hate, killing somebody's career like that. They try to do that to Gina Carano, this, you know, big MMA fighter girl, a beautiful woman, and great actress and all that. And uh, they just kicked her out because she said something about, she made a comment, a, a common sense, I'm not sure what she said exactly, but it was 
something obvious that everybody is thinking. You know, she just echoed that. She's not a cutting edge, you know, woman. She's not a politico. She's not. She's she's really more interested in glamour and being an actress and f- having a great you know movie career and, and all that stuff. She's not really you know what the, you know the, the last thing I would think about her is that she's a political intellectual. She's just a basic you know common sense. But I guess people pull their punches and they don't say the statement because they're afraid of being canceled and then you know or or are punished. Now she was punished kicked out of Disney, and then, of course, picked up by Ben Shapiro, who went into the movie business to make films for his growing audience. And and I think that's a, you know, in other words, forget Hollywood, we'll do it ourselves. There'll be no cancel culture there because he's going to do it himself. And, oh, is it a political movie that he's chosen? No, he's chosen Eric Red's uh, project uh, about a, 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 you know, a, tr- a trucker, you know, a truck thing on the highway that's, you know, some mad trucker that, I guess, kills this woman's family or something to that effect, and then she goes on the, the warpath with revenge to get this trucker. And it all takes place on the highways and whatnot, just like he was famous for the for the, the classic horror film The Hitcher with Rutger Hauer, which I love that movie. But anyway, bottom line is, so that's what she's doing, you know, starring in that, and it's shooting in October. And so there you go. She she got killed. She got thrown out. And she was brought back because she's a great talent. She you know deserves it. And uh, you know the guys. I know the guys producing it. And I really like their stuff. But again, they've been you know treated unfairly because of the fact that they have like uh, you know the the producer did a, a, a one film called. Run, Hide, Fight, which you could only get, I think, on Ben Shapiro's outlet. And he uh, basically, uh, it was about a uh, school shooter. And that the only way they could survive was they had to, someone had to have a gun. And so the father snuck his rifle in there, and that was used to try to subdue the uh, the bad guys. But otherwise, it would have killed everyone in school. And the left just hated it. And they tried to get it, so they put it out, not on Netflix or any of that, where they could, because, you know, if it was put out there, to have, you know, by the time it's all over, it's got one star. The piranhas would all eat it, right? So they put it out on a very limited, you know, through the membership of the Daily Wire. You could also watch this movie. It was part of your membership. I watch it. It's a great movie. <laughs> the guy's a great producer. Sorry. You know, there's talent there. There's talent in uh, Gina. There's talent there. There's Eric Red, the writer. There's great talent there. The new project. I can't wait to see it. And uh, you know, um, other people I know are working on it too. And uh, it's a um, pretty exciting. You know, see, China took over Hollywood as the propaganda minister. That's why everyone I know, it says, you know, they look at Netflix to find a movie to watch, like I will tonight probably. They, it takes them an hour to find something to just settle down and watch. Because it's all, it's, there is a reason to give us not the same quality movies that we used to have. Just a few years ago even, movies were at a much higher level. Why are they, they why are they, because they want to dumb us down 
They don't want to do anything. You'll never see a Stanley Kubrick in a time like this where he presents a controversial topic that people could debate about. They don't want debate. They want to shut down debate. You understand? Why are they here governing our country? Uh, They weren't supposed to be here, folks. Anyway, so I'm going to wrap this up. I just, I kind of blew it. I had a whole vision of this thing about how America is actually restored. And it's basically because people will, now you can fight at every level. I don't call for violence. I mean, if, if it comes to that, like a civil war or something, I'll say la vie, sorry. You know, that's just a failure of, you know, and it may come to that. But this idea of being independent, of people taking responsibility, of, you know, not being part of the system like so many people are doing, and then making a go of that is, uh, and then of course, you know, but without God first, there's no point of doing anything. People need to realize that they can't do it on their own. Without God, we can do nothing. Well, I'll just speak for myself. Without the Lord, I can do nothing. With the Lord, with that guidance the Lord gives, I can do everything. But I do see somehow a new America, but that America is going to be very uh, strict. You know, if this whole woke communist thing starts coming in again, you know what I mean? Trying to turn us into Venezuela and, you know, into, into poverty for, for equity purposes and all of their other bullshit, they say. Uh, if, it, if that starts coming in, it will be thrown out. Because if there is a new America, they say, well, that's like Nazi America. No, America's never been Nazi. America's been the most tolerant, the most fair, the the most, uh, uh, especially with the courts and everything, the justice system has, and, and, and uh, the system of, uh, of uh, entrepreneurship, patenting, businesses, small, friendly to small business, et cetera, which is how many people get started here and many people prosper. It has been the best in the world. But that doesn't mean they're trying to, you know, that, that this, that I say has been. Right now, it's not on that level. It's, 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 it's falling quickly because the people are allowing it to happen because they can't, they can't get, because they're being fed a certain diluted picture of the situation, which is not true. Or think that if they just keep their head down and pray every once in a while, a couple times a week, that, that they don't have to worry about it because God's going to make it all good again. Well, I believe God can make it good again, but he's going to have to employ people to do it. There needs to be actual humans involved. Wouldn't you agree with that? Doesn't that make sense? Humans have to be involved. And, um, you know, if you get another chance here with America, my... You, 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 we owe a debt of gratitude to all the prayer warriors that have just seen this vision. I see it now that there is a, there's a slight possibility that um, their entire program will implode on the medical front. But there needs to be follow-up with people. And, and I agree, the voices are getting louder, the protests getting louder, the, the people talking to the school boards and the, the state legislatures and the, you know, the, 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 uh, the state itself... Is, is is better, but it's by no means 
uh, uh, change worthy at this point. It's it's uh, you know, and then the, what the left is doing is they're defending this position of, you know, they can't wait to take the flags down, folks. Okay, they can't wait for you to be dead. They can't wait for a new start. And I'm sorry it's come to this, but they have ruled by deception and duped people into thinking that the next administration we might win again and get back to, you know, there is no, there is no binary paradigm anymore. It's not Republicans or Democrats anymore. It really isn't. You say with the left, well, you have Democrats being the left, you know, as a force, but the Republicans are in cahoots with the Democrats, you know, that are power, the powerful Republicans are in cahoots, you know, the whole thing has become corrupt. So there is no philosophy going forward except for the moms and pops, the small businesses, the uh, the small churches, the 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 um, you know the the regular people, the working people, the people that have you know gone and, and done their duty and fought overseas for what you know I don't know at this point, but who've who've, who've paid the price, who've come back here, who are not afraid to face uh, fire, not afraid to face an enemy, and and they're here, you know, indigenous to this situation. Will they rise up and fight? Um, at some point they'll, they'll have to, if they want to keep their children because they're after the children, because that's, well, they're always after the children, the children, it's no new thing. They've, you know, every heathen organization or country throughout the entire history of the world has had an appetite for, for, you know, for abusing children. And I don't know why that is. It's just, there's sick people involved. And that get into who, who become the mavens of power, and they and they you know and they they're they're the criminal bosses and such, and they have you know they want to protect that uh, heinous activity. I mean, heck, in, in the Taliban, uh, you, you know, in, in that part of the world, you know, it's the boys that you know that you know they they they're just like you know sleeping with the boys is fine, but if you have sex with an adult male to an adult male they throw you off a building, but then that's just fine with LGBTQ here in America. Wow. So that makes LGBTQ a Nazi type, you know, again, another paid, bought, and paid for corrupt organization. And it's all like that. And then they say, you're, you're being intolerant. No. The people that oppose America for being America are intolerant because they want to kill every single person that you know, is trying to get along and trying to get down the road with their lives. Anyway, I botched this whole talk up. I had the whole thing before I started. Trish, I messed it up. I messed it up. I But see, I could see the end. Of the, I could see the defeat of them. It won't be just by their own hand. It has to be with some aggression on the part of the people. Yeah, the left is no longer the people. They're just they're the globalists. Yeah, they're the force. They're the communists that want to overthrow America, which should have never been founded. If you have that belief, you should not be in politics. You shouldn't be in anything to do with. If you want to overthrow the country that has let you in. And let you prosper, that, that, that where you have a chance to do something, and then you want to overthrow it? Should you be allowed to be teaching kids and be in politics? The answer is no, of course not. Do you allow sedition to be taught in school? 
There are certain things like like yelling, you know, fire in a theater when it's crowded. You, you can't do that. You're going to go to jail for 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 murder if you start a stampede, especially for no reason. So, you know, the idea that that you could have people teaching kids to overthrow the country when they grow up. Do you think that should be allowed in schools? No, just basic common sense. No, of course not. Of course not. Well, then it's not. Then they'll argue it's not free and constitutional. Of course it is. Sedition is not tolerated in free countries. Whether you teach it or whether you do it, it's the same thing. But because we allowed all this, and they have all these smart lawyers that could go up and get all these privileges to teach uh, people all kinds of things, of ways to hate themselves, hate each other, and be divided and controlled forever. George Orwell on steroids. That's what they wanted here, and that's what they got. And it is bloody hell, and it's awful. Meanwhile, I'll ask you to pray for the little treasure orphanage. I sent off my, uh, you know... uh, Help to them yesterday. They need it bad. They're they're being bullied by the Taliban now. Pakistan, right next door, so say to Afghanistan. It's all in that same region, and so they're you know there's troubles. You know they 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 were an orphanage to begin with. Then they had to feed the people who are dying in the street because of COVID, and now because of uh, the uh, United States on purpose throwing the war. In the greatest defeat of all time, Sleepy Joe gets away with it, and all they do on talk media is debate it. Friends, if you think that that this, what Biden and the Democrats did in Afghanistan is acceptable, there's something very, very, very wrong with you. You're probably a psychopath. You probably don't care about your fellow American. You probably don't give a shit about the children left behind. You probably don't care about anything except yourself. And you think that, you know, he gets a pass and you say, you you know, if you think Mitch McConnell, you idiot Republicans, if you think Mitch McConnell is somehow on your side, you're out of your freaking mind, man. You've... This is a guy, he, he loves lockdown. He loves losing in Afghanistan. He loves, he, he'd probably like to just invite an army to come over here and kill everybody, make his job a lot easier. Don't worry, though. Obama, who really runs Joe, is getting, he's got his Taliban back, and he's going to get his ISIS back. And they say, we're fighting ISIS. We're not fighting ISIS. That's Obama's deal. Always was. Arab Spring, ISIS, Obama, same thing, hello. Pentagon, same thing, hello. UK, same thing, all involved. All the beheadings and all the executions of people in that you saw over the last couple, three or four years produced by Americans and Brits. Hello, hello, somebody, please, for God's sake. For God's sake, somebody.
Anyway, shoot, now I get up, I walk down the hall, I'm tired. I'm, I wish I was about 30 years old. I could, I could, you know what I mean? I'd join up with the forces to fight them. <laughs> oh, man. Because that'd be a good way to go, wouldn't it? Well, if we win. But make no mistake, they want you dead. And uh, America was defeated a long time ago. That's, they're just trying to let you know gently that you don't have any freedom. They're trying to let you know that you were conquered. And when they take that flag down, that's that. you better be ready to fight on that day. Because I'm telling you, if you let them take your flag down... You will cry and scream and regret. You'd rather have someone shoot you at that point than die of natural causes in your terrible, 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 terrible regrets of what you didn't do, what you could have done. But when you see them, you have to understand that represents you gone. They win. And then they'll put another flag. Maybe they'll have you worship the LGBT, you know, the, the rainbow flag. Maybe they'll have you worship the Antifa. Or they'll have a new flag. Maybe a China-America flag. Or a UN flag. But the moment they do that, folks, you're going to know. That's the time. I would prefer you don't wait until then, but you get going with more lawsuits, more millions and millions of people out, of, you know, demonstrating these, you know, lockdowns or whatever it is. They're, they're giving you, you know, things to, to go for. But ultimately, the people doing all this are not American. They're foreign. They're not Americans calling the shots. It's not the Congress or the Senate anymore. And they're not, they're making, they're, they're actually not even making it look that good. You know, their deception of, of you. Because they figure people are just going to believe that if they get the jab, that they're, they're doing their patriotic duty. They never even ask that in China, why don't they take a jab? In India, why don't they take a jab? In North Korea, why don't they take a jab? Why don't they take a jab now in, China, in Japan? Because it's basically about conquering it's a it's a weapon it's instead of nukes it's that it's a whole system to be rolled out over the next 10 years i think well it's the b system i can't do anything no you can do something if you have you're a you know a brainwashed christian where this you know you're supposed to wait around to get killed or taken to a death camp or whatever. I mean, yeah, they're building the death camps, and they're for you. They're for us. Tell me, what kind of person would be a citizen? Uh, answer, none, because they would not be who they were uh, since getting you know hooked up via AI. Okay, so there are no pre people left. So why would you want the approval of no people? of people that are no longer human. 
Now, that just goes to the people that want to be narcissistic, you know, stars and things. I don't know. You know, I I wonder if the Zeph report has been, you know, I, I... I know that it's tolerated when I go way out there with concepts about reality. And I know that that when I speak in any kind of political way, even if it's apolitical like today, no, I'm not even advocating, you know, I'm not even defining what patriot, I'm not, I'm not saying Republican or Democrat. I say the left does this, but then the Republicans are a lockstep. I'm not saying anything except I'm reporting what is. Period. Unvarnished truth. Just what is. Not my opinion about something. Not my political opinion. I have no political... I don't feel any... You know, the way I've been treated in this country, I don't feel any political affiliation whatsoever. It's basically been, you know, watch out, someone's got a crosshair in your back, you know, pretty much. You say, well, why is that? Oh, no reason. Well, the reason is... If they, you know, unless you join their cabal, they can't. They feel they can't trust you. That's the reason. And why would you want to operate like that in a hive? I've seen a lot of things lately. You know, like it was in L.A., it was like everybody there, or in Cannes, France, or anywhere where there's the film people, they're all ready to to do anything to be famous. And I mean anything. And I don't just mean women. (laughs) So, you know, it's... uh, Seriously, there are orgies in L.A. where people think if they go to the orgy, they'll have a better chance of getting cast in a certain role because they will have participated and gotten credit for it. I know no one's ever spoken that way to you. Or maybe they have, but I mean, not quite like that. But I'm just reporting off, you know, experience where they... They don't. Yeah, they do it, and because they think it's going to up their credit score. See, in like Washington and Hollywood, different power centers around the world, they already have a credit score. It's not being kept on the phone, but it, it's it's being kept in, uh, you know, in the uh, digital uh, quantum memory. So that that you know, for every depraved thing that you do. Um, you get it up on the credit score, and then therefore you're entitled to demonic energy that will boost your uh, charisma. Your, you know, have you ever noticed that people that are really charismatic, you can't figure out why? Have you ever understood that people that are very charismatic or just seem to be the the star, even when they're not on stage, even when they're just amongst people? that there's something different about them. Have you ever noticed that? Well, it's true. 
it's not, it's, well, well, that's God's natural talent. That's that talent. No, no, no. I'm talking about just them as a person, not performing anything. Well, those are gifts. I mean, that guarantees they're going to be selected, right? Guarantees they're going to go to the top. Guarantee. It's a guarantee. Absolute guarantee. Well, how do you get your personality to be that? So there's other guys that imitate. They try to be like Marlon Brando. They try to, you know, he seems to have no filter and not care. How do you do that? Have no filter. And, and just he, he can slide into anything. His mind just goes all over the place. How can you, how can you get that that way? It's got that charisma. Well, you can't. Does that mean that he did something with demons? I, I'm not going to speculate. I just say he's part of the same system that makes these things into stars, and they're different than the rest of the people. But when they started out, they weren't. They became that way. Why? Because they're ahead in time. Because they're ahead in time. Because they're ahead in time. So they can arrange the entire timeline to be dun, 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 you know? And no, it's not fair. Some people would say that's cheating. Uh, I just observe it. I, I don't have opinion one way or the other. I, my my guy is God. God first. That's it. That's that's what I, the way I've got to go. So there's nothing else to consider. But I've noticed this among the pecking orders of uh, of uh, the cabal, if you of, of the group, and there could only be one or two stars out of each group. I mean, there's never going to be everybody gets to be a star. But everyone's following in those footsteps, doing those same things, trying to imitate the sex life of someone or anything they've done to try to, you know, get in that, uh, that, that lightning in a bottle thing. That could be them. And it just doesn't, it's, see, God's still sovereign. God will have the final word on all that. In a sense, God will use a guy like, you know, say, I say Brando or you know, whoever is worshiped these days. Uh, you have a favorite? Whoever it is. Frank Sinatra, yeah. Uh, sure, you know, so, so they all try to be like that. And of course, God then laughs at them. It's, it becomes a lesson, a rebuke, that you need to put me first, not all blue eyes or whatever. You know what I mean? It becomes this big wrestling match with, with God. And, and no, I don't envy anyone going through that because God's going to still try to have his way with people, even if you're completely ignorant of his existence, which means you're completely ignorant, Period. I used my whole life, I was pretty much ignorant. Kept looking for the answer. I had the answer all the time. Yeah. Lord, we just pray that, uh, you know, you, you'd help the people to understand. Help them to get out ahead, Lord. Out ahead of this programming. Out ahead of all this. To break the chains of the programming. To break the chains of the, of, of the mind control to break the chains of the deceptions of Satan, the devil, to break the chains of the hive mind, to break the chains of social pressure to do the wrong thing, 
to break the chains of hatred, intolerance, and violence that is subsuming and consuming the, uh, the, the youth at this point. Lord, we just ask that you would just bring not just America, but these other nation states that were free to bring the freedom back or to let the people know what they must do and to, to, to bring yourself into their lives in some way that they would recognize you first, Lord, that you're the only way to actual freedom, that you're the only way that you, you are actually freedom. And there is no other freedom other than you, but that it all goes together, Lord. Would you, the nation is young of America, achieve great success by putting you first and saying the rights of the individual come from the creator. And because of that little thing that was done, that, that was fought and died for, there was an amazing result. And because this is not France or Germany or England, it's a young country that, Lord, you would see to it to bring America out of the doldrum and to bring revival of Christ and common sense throughout the world, but especially in America, whose days are being counted down and numbered. Lord, would you just... uh, we repent. I mean, everyone I know is repenting. We put you first. Not, not even the state. Not, not this idea of the American flag. None of that. But put you first. We just go where you go. In Jesus' name, Amen. Yeah. I had a well. Today was not very good, but. I showed up. It gets harder and harder to show up. I showed up. And uh, the reason I showed up was because I, I could see a way for America to be, to not just survive, but to be you know, rebooted. It's going to take some brave people that would stand up against the, the criminal cartels, I guess, per plural. And um, real heroes will be made this time around, you know. The kind of heroes that are legendary. And... Um, I don't know how it ever got this way, but when you see them showing their fangs and making weird facial movements, you know that 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 person is not the person they, you know, you know there's a demon in there, right? When they have contorted facial movements, weird, strange, you know, staring at people, you know, you've, you know the kind of symptoms of possession, right? And... um you know, you know when you're looked at by a total stranger with complete hatred, like they want to kill you. It's, it's like they really know you too. They know you specifically, but you've never seen that person before. You know what that is, right? Let us not marvel at that stuff. Right? That's the persecution because of Christ. It's not you that's being persecuted. It's, it's Jesus through you. So it's an honor. 
I'll leave you with that. God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh,